We're recording. I'm getting this car. I'm definitely getting rid of this car this weekend, and I'm getting the Jeep. That is what that is what the world is trying to tell oh me. Oh my right god, now. dude! <laughs> I woo. Did you get the bug at least? I I don't know. That's the worst part. No, you didn't, and you missed him. <laughs> you fuck. Should I do it again? Well, at this point, though, who cares? Wait, I don't want to crack my watch too. Oh, I hit him. He's definitely hurt. Yeah, he's doing like a little mayday thing. Yeah. I don't know. We need to. We need to record context. Yeah. Um, we are recording live from Perimeter Mall in Atlanta. We just had a nice meal with Tara, had some drinks, pizzas, and we got in Tommy's Mustang to record because there was too much ambient noise outside. And he was like, dude, I'm going to hit this bug, wait till it comes over to my side. And he smacked his windshield and cracked his windshield. I, I took a picture of it. I'll be posting it. Uh, you were recording the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you can just use that in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah or at the end or something. Yeah. Oh my god! And I, oh man, I hit it really hard. I mean, this is just a perfect smack. I that, can't feel it, but that that felt surreal. I can't believe that just happened. I, I, I wonder if it has anything. I already have a crack in my windshield, and I wonder if that like if that weakened the glass. Right, it's like distressed or something. Look yeah. at this piece of shit flying around still. I'm gonna try to get him out. You ruined my car, and now you're ruining our podcast. <laughs> Come on, get out. Hey, I think I... I don't know if that was Dust or if that was him. Yeah, it might have been him. All right. <sighs> Hate to dismiss what just happened. Because, <laughs> like, later on, you're really going to hate that. <laughs> like I said, I am getting. I plan on getting rid of this car this weekend. Wow. But they're going to charge hey, me a lot for we, this now. We, uh, we have our health and life is good, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be could a, be worse. Yeah, whatever. It'll be a couple hundred bucks probably to fix it. It's a, it happens. That's yeah. And again, you already had that problem, which they would probably ding you for fifty dollars for that. Okay. I had. I don't know how much. Now they probably have to replace the whole thing. I don't know if you can replace just a little chunk of glass. We will. We'll follow up with our listeners how much how much that smack cost you. <laughs> Make be sure to ask the dealership how much would just this cost. Yeah. Get, it, get it itemized. <laughs> Shit. All right. So you said you wanted to talk about. This past week, yeah, this past weekend. ball and all that with your girlfriend. All right, so uh, I mentioned everybody know the listeners who are the regular listeners know that uh, we were going to be doing some fun stuff this weekend for Claire's birthday. Uh, Friday, I went out and played whirly ball, which I made a mistake and said the combination of sports that whirly ball is. Now that I've played, whirly ball is a combination of bumper cars. Uh huh. That what you said that one before. L- lacrosse said that one. Basketball. Okay, that's And new. wiffle ball. Also it's new. basketball and wiffle ball. I think I said soccer instead of those Or maybe two. rugby or something. I don't know. Probably soccer. So you Probably get soccer. It, yeah, I did say soccer. And so I got in... Uh, you get in a bumper car and you you know scoop up a wiffle ball into like the end of a lacrosse stick and you try to throw it at a target. And if you hit the target, your team gets two points. And it's five on five. Um, I played really well. Nice. I could not... I could not it, score to save my life. But I had so many opportunities, and you know why? Because peak, peak. Rocket League, Rocket League, dude, that's a, that's incredible. I know, and now and it's the, the physics. I yes, it, it is the physics. It's like where to be when your team is like like crowding an area. Yeah. You know, you become the outlet, 
or if like nobody's going after ball, you go after the ball. The rotations, rotations, of, like, ball chasing, all that stuff. I knew exactly what I was doing, so I was getting so many opportunities to shoot. Unfortunately, I couldn't shoot to save my life. Yeah, but uh, you know what's funny? You'd probably be good at soccer. Just uh, yeah. actual soccer, you yeah, know, like, probably. Yeah, it, yeah it, it, there's a lot of similarities. And but now, the cars, I love that. Because of that, we have to go do it. So it's, I'd be down. It's a uh, two hundred dollars an hour to wow. for the whole court. So then that's okay. ten people. Oh so shit! Yeah. If we can get ten people to go and like get it for a couple hours, yeah. I mean, uh, forty dollars. It, it is absolutely worth it. Yeah. So much fun. And uh, I really want to bring you guys. And if anybody else that lives near us wants to come too, this was listens, in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. Okay, good. Please let us know that you're interested, and we'll set up a big thing to actually do it. Craft heads, whirly ball, craft head. Oh man! And we'll have an episode afterwards with everybody. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude! That would be incredible. Um, um, did you have any other updates from the weekend? Yeah. So I went to, and then on Saturday we did the wine tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, North Georgia, right? Yeah. This was Claire's wine tour for her birthday, and we had 30 people on a party bus. And we went to four different wineries. The first one was called Monteluce. The second one was called um, <clears throat> Accent. The third one was called Cavet Caveda, and I always want to say Cadaver, which is funny. that would be a disgusting winery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last one was called Kaya, and uh, they're all in North Georgia. Funny enough, my favorite was Cadaver Caveda. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a wine there. We actually had Frosé, which was like a frozen rosé drink really good um but uh i mean everybody nobody threw up nobody was nobody got too drunk uh at the end of the trip on the way home it was an hour to north georgia and an hour back home uh we danced on the party bus and i and i mean we danced hard that's amazing it with like 30 people you know of all different ages anywhere ranging from from 20 mid 20s to uh 60s you know we everybody was dancing and it was hilarious. straight party bus Fortnite style. Straight party bus Fortnite <laughs> style, and then uh, Sunday I went to Passion. That's uh... the church in Buckhead. Oh, the oh, mega church. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that place before. Yeah, and it and I was like, I got dressed up like expecting it to be mass, and it was. Oh no, no, it was a rock show, dude. That's and I'm not. You know, cast. I'm, I'm not saying anything negative or anything, but like those those modern non denominational. Uh, Christian faiths and, and don't, I say I was about to say denominations, non-denominational denominations. Which, by the way, that is a don- denomination, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. But yeah, it's it's like going to a to a concert. Yeah, it's it's very music based, and I was okay with that because yeah. the music was actually really good. And there was like a homily, and we had communion, mm-hmm. which uh, was interesting. They just like pat. I mean, there was this is like a two thousand person auditorium. Yeah, and they passed around tiny tiny little half shots of grape juice with um crackers that everybody was just breaking off right and uh we had that and then then the homily was actually a great message and the message was kind of all about um that that the white noise in today's world is so high compared to what it used to be oh my god there's so much white noise to like to everybody you're giving me a segue i know i'm sorry no this is good masking everybody's masking their emotions with the white noise whether that be your phone whether that be netflix whether that be food whether that be uh shit that doesn't matter anything that doesn't matter people aren't facing their emotions especially our young ones yeah and um that's a big issue and the guy was a great speaker the the uh the pastor i guess if that's what you can call him yeah i mean i think he has to be a certified pastor to 
to be leading that. Um, or worship leader, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, something like that. Um, it was great. It was a good message. I really uh, enjoyed myself, actually. I had a good time. So and, uh, is Claire non-denominational? She's Catholic. Oh, she's Catholic. But her uh, sister's boyfriend, who they go to church, they go to a mega church every Sunday, <clears throat> is um, uh, non, I guess, non-denominational. Or I think she might have said uh, uh, Presbyterian? I don't know. Pentecostal? I'm not sure. I don't even know if they told me, but okay. uh, they go to a mega church, and uh, every, and they apparently have a lot of their friends go in there. They met a big community of people that they really enjoy, so they wanted to go. Yeah, and cool. it was good. And then the last thing, just so I can wrap up my stuff, and and I'll bring you back to your perfect segue. Well, I have to give my quick recap, okay. but then I'm going to come back to the segue. Okay, cool. Um, and then on Monday, uh, we did a real couples massage. Right at the Four Seasons. At the Four Seasons. Yeah, you mentioned that. And. Uh, it was good. It was good. I never did a couple's massage. Like, both of you in the same room getting massaged by two different people, obviously. Yeah. Not one person bouncing back and forth. Right, right. would be kind of funny. But uh, it was great. I mean, it was uh, super relaxing and um, had a good time. Very nice, dude. So, <clears throat> ours was... I, we didn't do quite as much. Tara and I, uh, we went to Toronto for about 24 hours. <laughs> Which is um, hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It's a long trip yeah, for 24 we, hours. Yeah, it really is. We we left early Saturday morning and got back Sunday afternoon. But we went up for... I bought tickets, I don't know, six months ago for an electric light orchestra, uh, a.k.a. ELO concert. Um, I've decided that was the best concert I've ever been to. No way. Dude, it was unbelievable. Yeah. First of all, for anybody who doesn't know ELO, they were huge in the 70s and 80s, obviously so active now. Uh, Jeff Lynn is he's the front man lead guitarist vocals and everything but uh, you know he's backed up by a very small very talented orchestra basically and I appreciate this is why I love Steely Dan uh, Steely Dan's my favorite musical artist of all time the music is so sophisticated and ELO is very similar in that it's ex- it's very sophisticated music like for somebody who truly appreciates music and different instruments and everything like that there's so, something about an orchestra orchestrated music yeah that's just if, so if you've if, especially people our age if you've never checked them out definitely uh check out electric light orchestra but anyways um the other thing i told tara before the show even started i said if i know anything about jeff lynn and the performances he puts on this will be as much of a treat visually as it will be orally mm-hmm. and dude it was it was it was 50% music, 50% a light show. Really? I mean, actually, my dad texted me today and said there was a bunch of Toronto ELO concert uh, music. There were, like, videos that people took on YouTube. So if you're interested, you can check them out. But, uh, yeah, this was just um, a couple of days ago, obviously. So that's August of 2018. But um, unbelievably just beautiful, cool experience for me. It just overall really, really, really great stuff. And even Tara, you know, she, she knew a couple of their really big hits, but... Right off the bat, she she, on songs she'd never heard before. She's like, I really like this song. Yeah, I mean, for you to say that on a song you've never even heard before, it's 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 unusual. So I feel like I'd say that if I go, especially at concerts, I say that a lot. That makes a big difference. And that's when I bring out my Shazam and I'm like, come on, so I can hear this. Yeah, but yeah, but we've been listening to them a bunch, you know, since. She's like, we need to listen to them more. I was like, hey, I'll I'll be. I'm always loving sharing old music with people, but uh, so just to. To summarize our time in Toronto, Toronto is a very... I haven't been there in probably, no joke, 15 years maybe. And really a weird experience. It's like a ghost city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's one of those things... You know when you go to a rest stop on the side of a highway and there's people working there in the middle of nowhere. And you're thinking, how do they get here? Why are they working here? Where do they live? I believe those people are NPCs. 
and they <laughs> they don't actually when you leave they cease to exist right so that's what the the city of Toronto feels like there's nothing but tourists uh-huh. everywhere on the streets but then there's nobody inhabiting the buildings and shit yeah it's really weird like this was a Saturday and we walked through we were connecting two side streets because we got an Airbnb we were walking back to our condo our host was amazing he was a living human being I don't think he was an android um <laughs> But we walked through, like, this mall of sorts. Everything was closed. Yeah. But it was open. So you could walk through it, but... And this is Saturday, 3 o'clock p.m. Nothing was open. And there was not a soul in it. I mean, you could get... I'm not making light of this. You could get raped in this place, and nobody would know. Yeah. It's so weird. And I don't... We had a bunch of other experiences. Like, later that night, after the concert, we were getting picked up by Uber at a sports bar. 11.45 11.45 at night, maybe midnight. Closed. Yeah. A Saturday night. Right. It's really well, strange. Well, I mean, malls are, strip malls are typically No, no, no. Closed. This was an outdoor, oh, standalone oh, okay. sports bar. Closed on a Saturday night. Yeah. That's weird. I'm, 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 in the I'm, middle of a big city. Yes. I, I, and, and it is. Toronto is a very big city. And it's, and it's the most populous city in Canada. So, I don't know. There's something weird about it. There's a There's a... In, there's a disproportional relationship between how many people live there and like what's actually happening there. Yeah. And then the the one thing you know, Tara and I are obsessed with food, so we went to a place called. If you go to Toronto, you need to go. It's called Richmond Station. Outstanding, top notch, crafty boys food. You know, you would love it, Tommy. Uh, the cocktails were amazing. One of them had pureed corn in it. What? It was called a. Uh, in the shit. cocktail? Yeah, it was called a blueberry harvest. Or, or No, Ontario harvest. Yeah. And I took pictures of it. It had, um, I'll probably post them. It had blueberries, pureed corn, uh, I think grenadine, or not grenadine, shit, St. Germain, and something else. And then uh, tequila, actually. Yeah. And it tasted like a cornfield. It was yeah. so cool. And then the, we got another drink that also had St. Germain in it. And it was a gin drink. Very, very good. Beef tartare out of this world. So... That was a great experience. We got cocktails and like we got a charcuterie plate also. So we sort of wet our appetites because we got a tip from our host. Instead of paying $38 Canadian, which is about 30 bucks or whatever, um, the exchange rate's like three fourths. Um, the, the Canadian being three fourths of a dollar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's right, the, the, the US dollar sure stronger. Yeah. Uh, so instead of just paying that to go to the top of the CN Tower, go to the lookout and everything. He was like, get a reservation at the restaurant at the top. It's a rotating 360-degree restaurant. The views are outstanding, whatever. And if you want complimentary elevation, it, you have to buy a pre-fixed course meal for 65 bucks. What does complimentary elevation mean? Meaning you go up in the elevator for free, okay. but you pay for an expensive meal. Okay. And I thought, you know, for Tara and me, that's a no-brainer. Like, okay, let's get food and not have to worry. But most importantly, he said, you won't have to wait. We got there, huge line to get tickets for the, you know, regular admission. You get inside the tower... You you know you wait for elevators, wait for this, that, and the other thing. If you just get a reservation, you feel like a first class elitist citizen. They just and like you go straight. You, the you are at the top of the CN Tower, five minutes from walking into the building. Yeah. Whereas normally you might be waiting an hour and a half. Yeah. That alone, I got my money's worth. Yeah. That being said, that restaurant at the top, it's called Three Sixty. One of the most. Top overrated. three most disappointing meals of my life. Okay. And I paid like US like $130 or 150 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Not good food. Yeah. Uh, my fish was nothing and Tara's, uh, she got duck. It didn't look, taste, or smell, or feel like any duck I've ever eaten. And I'm not sure it was duck. Anyways, not going to dwell on that. 
That was my uh, the review that you sent me. You almost just word for word said the review that you sent me. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I felt so passionately about this. I wrote a Google review for the restaurant because yeah. I was like, you need to understand what you're getting into in this. Give it three out of five stars. So hey, look, people are getting into the Beeman excess. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, anyways, that's Toronto. Two more quick things. I one thing I love about Canada over and this has nothing to do with the particular ethnicities or anything. It's just that. I don't like the sound of Spanish. It's mm-hmm. irritating to me. I dated somebody from Puerto Rico for two and a half years. I told her that too. She didn't like that. Um, <laughs> uh, there well, are other how, languages I, I love. How far into the relationship did you tell her that? I, I don't even know. I just, I don't think Spanish, I think Spanish can be kind of annoying, especially because there's so many different dialects that uh-huh. sound completely different. I like French. I like Italian. I love German. In, in the U.S., everything's written in Spanish and you hear Spanish a lot. In Canada... Everything's written in English and French. Yeah. And you hear French. And I'm like, this is nice. (laughs) I really... That was one of those subtle country differences. French is Latin, right? Yeah, they're both Latin. Okay. They're they're both romance languages. I was going to say romance. I I make sure that romance and Latin were the same thing. Yep, yep. They they are derived from Latin. By the way, this might be a little bit longer of an episode. I forgot to say that early on. But we already agreed on that. Um, I think we're doing fine. Okay, good. And then the... The UP Express, like the, again, our host, he, our host at the Airbnb, he told us about the restaurant, go to the top of the CN Tower, and all that. And then the other tip he gave us, we got and we got a lift to the condo, and it was you know US, it was like thirty five, forty bucks, which really sucked. That's like anywhere from the airport. Yeah, in Atlanta. I, I'm not <laughs> complaining. I'm just saying it, that's that's pricey. Yeah. Well, he said there's a train. You can go to. Uh, Oh, shit, I can't remember the station. But there's a train station super close to where he lived. And he's like, get the UP Express, take you directly to the airport. And I think it was $12 a ticket. So Tara and oh, I, yeah, okay. we paid $24 for this trip. And on went a train? Straight, and it's an actual train. It's yeah, not like Marta. That's really cool. Like I with love the nice seats. I, dude, I was like, trains. I'll sit on here for 12 hours. Yeah. You know? So that was one of the one of my favorite parts. I traveled to uh, Japan just a couple of years ago, and one of my favorite parts of that trip was taking the bullet train from Osaka or from Tokyo to Osaka. Yeah. and it was two hours, and you're going like a two hundred miles an hour That's or so something cool, like man. that. And it was and and it was just so relaxing. I slept like half the trip, half the trip. I was just staring. Yeah, there's out no the window. turbulence. Yeah, uh, so it's great. It, it uh, trains are. They're the way to go. They're dear to my heart. We don't have the infrastructure for it here, unfortunately. But anyways... And uh, being named Thomas. Oh, Thomas Tinker. We left uh, left business... I left some business cards lying around. Uh, I wore my Crafty Boys Craft Heads shirt a lot. Business cards being Craft Heads cards, not actual work Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, screw that. And um, we got a listen from Canada. I saw it in the SoundCloud stats, which is so... from the Netherlands. Yeah, that was a fluke. So anyways, uh, that was the last thing. And then on the way home, I had the most turbulent airplane ride of my life. Oof. Uh, I said at least 10 Our Fathers and 10 Hail Marys in quick succession. I was worried. Yeah. And even Tara, who is typically very good about that stuff, she looked at me and she was like, okay. <laughs> like, even she was nervous. Yeah. So we were, like, holding each other white-knuckle hands and prayer. Well, at praying. least you guys would have died together since you You know me, that. dude. That's all I care about, as long as I die with Tara. So anyways, that's the whole Toronto thing. Uh, and then before we move into the topic slash something I want to talk about generally, somebody gave us, talked to me about a random act of kindness. Mm-hmm. They did. Okay. What was it? Who, should I name? Who was it? Should, okay. So we are giving this person a claim only because that was the point of the episode. He was, he was not seeking a claim. Uh-huh. Th- this was our friend, Jake Kurtz. Uh-huh. And he had a great story too about it. Um, 
he got a buy, you know, it's a typical coffee thing. He, I think he was at Publix and they had like buy one, get one coffee or something like that. I don't know why I'm seeing Publix. Maybe it was like Starbucks or something. I don't okay. know. Anyways, buy one, get one coffee. And he took it back to work and he gave it to a coworker, a friend of his. Uh, oh no, it wasn't buy one, get one. That's what he told the coworker. He was like, oh, this, you know, I had a deal on this. So here, take this coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he actually bought the guy the coffee. Oh, okay. So I thought that was crafty of him. Yeah. Right? It's like, that was his way of doing the act of kindness. And he truly doesn't get any recognition because the guy thinks it was like, oh, it was free, free coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. So Kurt's well done. Good twist on the act of kindness there. Um, did it, is there more to it? Or no. He just no, did, did it? Yeah, yeah. Cause, and we want to say it because and, we told people to do it? Yeah, and, well, and he's straight up texting me. He's like, I did this because of the podcast. Uh, and that's what I wanted people to love do. Love you, Kurtz. That's yeah. really nice. It was it was good stuff. Um, Thanks for the recognition as well. Because we need it. Of, of course. Validation. <laughs> Validation. <that's laughs> um, shout out and congratulations to the newest, most newly married listener. Who's that? Brent. Oh, yeah. Brent, Brent is married. He, he, yeah, Brent. He got married like two days ago. You know what, Brent? Uh, me and him actually had a conversation on Instagram. That's what I got the I got the impression. Yeah, he was telling me about it. Yeah, and uh, he was just telling me that he liked uh, or uh, We've had a couple people tell us that uh, they've been trying the new Red Bull drink because I mentioned it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Kurt said that, too. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Brent and Kurt are our only listeners. Yeah, they're the only ones. Even everybody's... Uh, we have all these listens. Everybody's hiding behind <laughs> behind the uh, the internet wall. Yeah, we can uh, shout you guys out if you guys uh, just want to send us a quick text or let us know that you're listening. We'll definitely call you out. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And give you some butterflies in the tummy. Yeah. We know, we know you love the butterflies. Um, so... Speaking of congratulations, Brent. Yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. Wish you wish you both a, a lifetime of happiness, and looking forward to hearing about the married life. Um. So, speaking of Instagram, okay, and coming full circle back to white noise, uh-huh. I deleted my Instagram. Whoa! Oh no! Yeah, not not you know I didn't I didn't get rid of the content because it's like a digital online photo album. Uh huh. Um, but I deleted it off my app, and like I I had it planned out and everything. Uh huh. And. It's because of the circle. Oh, okay. I can't wait. So... Did you bring it? No! You were supposed to bring it! Oh my god, that's right. I'm supposed to give Tommy my copy. I'm, I am I gotta get that to you. Um, that's the... So we... Alex has talked about the circle a couple I times now. It. On the podcast. It's a book that he's been reading about technology taking over the world. as To be as general as possible. To be as general... And, and like... Uh, think Google and Amazon. They want to provide... And by provide, I mean in parentheses, control every service possible to mankind. Um, This book is very disturbing and very, it's too relevant. And and this David Eggers wrote it. uh, Don't quote me shit. I think it's from like 2012 or 2014. Well, it's pretty prophetic. This is the most worried I've seen you talking about it. So it must've gotten that way towards the end. it definitely, like, especially the last 100 pages, I think, had a very profound effect on me. But overall, I really, I haven't read a fiction book for pleasure in, I'm saying 15 years again. I seriously think 15 years, certainly uh, over 10. Let's not talk about it too much because once I read it, we'll have a full review of it. And, I, and dude, I'm begging you to, I'm begging you to crush it because I, I want it to be fresh. While you know, I want to be able to discuss it. Tara can talk, yeah. and James is going to read it too on an audiobook. Maybe we can all do an actual book review episode. Yeah, and then we can do spoilers. Again, I'm not going to get too crazy with this, but um, 
it was, it's really interesting that that, that pastor you told me about was talking about white noise and everything because I've actually been toying with the idea of getting rid of Instagram solely because I don't like how much time I spend on it. And yeah. that's on me. Yeah. But if you delete it, then you don't have to worry about it. It's not even a factor. And it was sort of... The, the circle was just the straw that broke the camel's back because I, this is not a spoiler. You guys can imagine what a, what an incredible role like social media takes in this book. And to, I, Tommy, this is just going to sound crazy to you. I Probably not. I This book made me want to quit this podcast. Whoa. Yes. Okay. That's crazy. We, we, we talk about a lot of uh, like personal stuff mm-hmm. on here. And I'm not going to stop doing that, FYI. Yeah. But it's creepy how much information we willingly put out there yeah. on everything. Yeah. And, and, and perf- a great example is my Instagram. I have never had a – I always had a private Instagram. Yeah. It's like somewhere – even though there's nothing offensive or weird like an employer, I always knew deep down – the stuff I put on there, I don't want anybody to be able to see. Whereas Twitter, it's more general. And dude, if I didn't have craft heads, I'd be deleting Twitter also. Yeah. Because it's more white noise. I need some vehicle to be talking online. You are now the Instagram emissary, and I'm the Twitter guy. Okay. Um, I've all. I'm also no longer posting my stories. Okay. On Snapchat. Yeah. Because that that ruins the ephemeral nature of Snapchat. I always tell people I'm a Snapchat hipster because I had it when. The app was pictures only, person to person, and they were timers only. Yeah. There was no infinite timing. There were there were no videos. It was picture to picture, basically used for nudies. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I used it for other shit. But Poopies. I I love poop. <laughs> I loved the original idea of Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat. Now it is social media. Like, In my opinion, when it was picture to picture only, I would not consider that social media. It's no different from WhatsApp or iMessage. Well, didn't the Pictures. owner of Snapchat originally get offered like like 4 million? Yeah, yeah, million? yeah, and he said no and, and said now no. it's worth billions of dollars. Well, but then I think he then he did end up selling it to somebody for billions of dollars. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, it's 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 not his. It's an IPO now. It's not yeah, a private company. It's, not his it's a public anymore. company. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get my point. It went public in terms of uh, stock. And oh, all it's that. now social media. Social yeah. media when it wasn't before. It yeah, was just, it, it, it was just an app. It, it like again, like I said, WhatsApp, iMessage. It, it was a person to person communication app. So I, I want to. I, that's how I'm my, going to use it from in, now on. In order, I I have been also talking about it and hopefully maybe reading the circle will get get me to finally do this but it I've might been, be i've been toying around with not really even toying i've been seriously thinking about getting rid of my facebook i mean i'm probably like 80 85 percent of the way there getting rid of my facebook the book will snapchat I, <laughs> I promise you if you read the circle you'll delete your yeah. facebook i guarantee well, it. good then i should i will i will burn i guarantee it. it and then um uh, I'll probably make a log of all my pictures on there first and then delete yeah, it. Yeah, 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 sure, somehow. sure. But then also I want to get rid of Snapchat. I, I, I like Instagram. I do like Instagram. I don't yeah. think I'll get rid of it. But that's good. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad you can dominate that sphere, and, yeah. I, and I'll, I'll, I'll hang around on Twitter for a while. But um, Oh, my God, there's just so much I want to talk about with that book. But I've, I cannot tell people enough how important I think it is that you, listener, should, should seriously read this book. But... Um, and and uh, speaking of reading, I realized about myself. So we've talked about our barber, Dennis, uh-huh. Max and Barber's Indicator. What um, up, Dennis? <laughs> I know you're listening. He said he had a pretty profound quote that he shared with me 
that was shared with him when he was in college. And he had one of those annoying English professors that basically started the semester saying, I've never given anybody an A. I would immediately quit a class like that because, like, you're a shitty professor. Yeah. That's a stupid way to open a class. But anyways, he stuck with it. That's a really bad way. It's it's so so pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyways, he did say that that teacher gave him a really good quote, and I think there's a lot of truth to it. He said, or he or she said... If you can read and you do not read, you are no better off than someone who can't read. Right. If you're able to, if you're literate and you choose not to read, you're no better off than somebody who is illiterate. And I remember as a child, I voraciously read everything, everything I could get my hands on. I read fiction, nonfiction, whatever. You feel like you were smarter? I think I think it has something to do with my level of intellect today. So no, I mean, God. do you feel smarter? Did you feel like you like seriously felt smarter back then than I, you do now? Probably no, no, no. I because I mean, knowledge is a is a you can lose it's it. an accumulation. I think you can lose it. You probably can, especially if you don't ever do anything to sharpen and retain those right. skills. I mean, and, you're gonna lose brain cells. Sure, especially drinking. <laughs> but um, which we do a lot of. Yes, we Craft do. Heads podcast. Crafty boys. Hashtag. <laughs> fried me. <laughs> I don't. I need. I need brain cells. I fried you. No. Yeah. So the the reading thing, I almost feel guilty about that because it's like you know there's there's a percentage of the world that can't read, probably significant. And here I have been abusing it. Like yeah, you read shit on on the internet and whatnot, and blogs and and reviews and all that. But th- that's a little bit different. There's something different about picking up a physical book and reading out of a book. I think that's very important. And I'm I'm glad to be back mm-hmm. after all these years. And I do blame the education system forcing you to read seven books over the summer. Like eat my shit. What do you think kids are gonna do that? Yeah. Like that is legitimately. I dropped a class because of that. But. When you're forced to do something, you don't like it. But as a kid, I loved reading. And now that I got back into that, and I owe Tara all the thanks in the world because she said, you need to read this book. What's the next uh, novel? Um, it's it's a surprise. I don't know if this person will listen to the podcast. Remember, I don't want them to know until I'm done. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, the, nonfiction yeah, my next related to the business world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next one's nonfiction. And then, and then after that, I think I'm going to do The Art of War by Sun Tzu because I bought that years ago and I just never read it because I'm a piece of shit. But Well, maybe if you fly through it and I fly through the circle, we can have a circle recap and then you can talk about And this about book? That yeah, book. that would be cool. But seriously, we are going to have a more in-depth conversation about the circle. By the way, I really want to watch the movie just because I saw the book. It is generally regarded as shit. It has teens, tomatoes review, and Oof. 20s audience. So it's a shit movie. Oof. And I even, I even remember reading it. I'm like, how can you possibly capture what's happening in this book? Because it's... 90% of the book is awkward, disturbing dialogue yeah. and inner thought processes. You yeah. can't capture that on film. So uh, I'm still looking forward to watching it just because um, just cause I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else related to the circle that I wanted to come full circle with. Oh, come. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the joke. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Save it. For next time, I'm gonna save it. The, the, I just looked at a little list of things, and it's it's got to be for the official review. But there there are some really good twists in it. Some 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 things that actually one of the twists in the book, I was 
I don't want to say I was embarrassed that I didn't figure it out. I was impressed with the writer. What happened, I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. Not one time. Usually when something's coming, you have an idea, you have some guesses. Something happened and I never even crossed my mind. Yeah. I, and I, I think I audibly said, whoa. Yeah. I think, you know, not for That's anybody's That's really bad. good when a book so can do cool. that to you. And it, it was really funny because all the way throughout the book, you know, a lot of times whenever I was reading, Tara was next to me, whether it was, you know, at home or at the airport and in bed or whatever. And I would say, I would read something to her and be like, this is hilarious or this is really disturbing. And she invariably Tara would say keep reading yeah keep reading yeah it gets worse yeah it got worse yeah all the way through the book okay so and, and uh, I've I'm already told reading myself into a black hole I've, I've even told people I'll like buy it for you like I bought it from my dad and he's gonna read it and then when he's done he's gonna give that copy to my brother and I'm just gonna give you my copy to read so when dude everybody needs to read this book and, no, and when are you gonna give me your copy oh if, if we don't figure it out today I'll get it to you. I promise. Okay, ASAP. I promise. Even if I have to go out of my way. But the the thing I will say is, if you read if you read the circle, there will be times when you are going to be tempted to think to yourself, "There's no way this would happen," or like I can't ever see you know a company making this announcement and people cheering. Rethink your position. A lot of it's already happening, and. It's probably going to happen. I bet you a lot of people thought the Holocaust could never happen. And look what happened there. Since we've talked about it so much Holocaust. now on this episode, Holocaust. the precursor to the circle, we're, I don't think we can spend a full episode on the next one. We're going to have to do half and half. But after I read it, my mind might be changed. I might be like, we have to dedicate 30 minutes to talk about Ooh, this. Oh, I think you'll be able to. Okay. I, I think we'll have to cut ourselves off. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully James will have read it by then, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anything else? Um, we didn't pizza. talk about yeah, okay, so we went to... We actually had a crafty episode here. We went to Max's Cold Pizzeria at the, at the Perimeter Mall in Atlanta. Uh, 4.3 out of 5 stars on Google reviews. Oh, and it was really good. Yeah. Uh, and their, their happy hour, we got three pies because Tara was with us. She's inside shopping. <laughs> and um, we got cocktails. We got a Negroni, a Bicicleta, and a Paloma. Bicicleta. Yeah, and... Uh, I have the ingredients for all three of those. I'll post a picture of that and Tommy's cracked windshield. Oh, God. I'm sorry to remind you. Dude, look. <laughs> it's bad. I, it's, I It makes me sad. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably pay 20 bucks for a video of the whole thing happening. Uh, well, at least we have it on recording. We, we do. I we did, have half of I it. I recorded the audio. We have the audio. I'm going to post it after the episode. Stay tuned for a couple of seconds here. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Well, here, let's face, let's face the opposite way and talk for a second. Let's have a conversation as though we were recording a podcast. Look at this fly. Uh, I'm going to hit him on my first try. Oh, if he comes up here. I'm going to do it. Come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, come to my side and let me just fuck you up. <gasps> okay, here we go. No. I'm only, I'm only taking one shot. You have one shot. <laughs>